Howdy, folks, and welcome to the tailgate. For those of you just joining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends, one interview at a time. We inherited a truck from our late Granny May. We discovered that the crystal hanging off that rearview mirror was more than just decorative. It's a dowsing pendulum leading us to the good folks behind the tales we all grew up with. We accidentally stole a canopic jar belonging to the mummy of Pharaoh I, who placed the death curse on us. But fret not, tailgaters, because all we have to do is return the jar to the rest of the set by the next blood moon to break the mummy's curse. Yeah, we'll ship it back to the museum soon and avoid having our souls forfeited to Anubis. Ain't no thing. With that, I'm Harrison the Florida Man. And I'm Aaron the Cheesehead. And tonight, we are in the bayous of Little Woods, New Orleans, where the gumbo is hot and women, <clears throat> I mean, the humidity is even hotter. We're parked roadside. Grunch roadside, to be precise. That's right, man. We're on Grunch Road in Louisiana. Well, at least the approximation of what used to be Grunch Road in Louisiana. Uh, and we're seeking out a cryptid far less widely known than its more mainstream cousin, El Chupacabra. Did I say that right? Definitely. El Chupacabra? El Chupacabra. <laughs> Before we get down to business, what are we drinking today, Cheesehead? Eh, it's a beer we've been saving in our growlers for a while now. Brewed all the way back in Jacksonville, Florida. Home of AEW Dynamite. Okay. okay. Yeah, we got us here some Imperial Grunch IPA from Veterans Brewery. I'm about to crack this puppy open all quick like and... Hey, uh, Florida man. <clears throat> yeah, cheese head. Did you just down your entire growler? Yeah, just missing that taste of Florida. That's 9.2 ABV. And I'd get it 9.2 out of 10. That's a damn good double. Well, I think it would have been awfully kind of you to wait for your old cousin here to catch up. <laughs> hey, did you just chug my entire growler? Uh, Listen, man. I'm homesick, cursed by a mummy, and thirsty as I'll get out. Plus, you don't even like IPAs, much less doubles. Okay, well, you got me there. Mm -hmm. I do think IPA tastes like butt. Don't ask me how I have that frame of reference. College. <laughs> this Man, what's this paper stapled to the phone pole? You see that? Cauldron Con? I mean, what even is that? Is it like a convention for ironware enthusiasts? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Oh, God, who is that lady on the poster? She looks like some sort of ghoul. Emma Fatal? I think it's Fatal. Okay, sure. Wasn't there like a, an Emma something on that radio interference we got in our truck a couple days back? I guess. Where we like heard our names on the radio? Yeah, well. To be honest, I didn't really listen to the radio. <laughs> I'm sure it means nothing. It will no shape or form uh, affect the rest of our journey. Well, that's optimistic. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, wait a second. What is that? Emerging from the gurgling bayou. Swamp thing? Gill man? Man thing? Kermit? Oh, wait, is that, is that a briefcase? Yeah, of course it's a briefcase. What, you think I'm carrying luggage to visit my nan? <laughs> hey, don't be a stooge. Name's Gary Grunch, and I'm here with a brand new product gonna change your life. Oh my god, it's the Grunch. Uh, Gary Grunch to you, pal. And, uh... Who else would it be in these blocks? You know what I mean? Well, okay. Well, the pictures and descriptions we saw of you looked... God, I don't know how to say this more 
formidable. Hey, what you trying to say about old Gary Grunch over here? You, you disrespecting me, son. Because uh, if you disrespecting me, I think I ought to... Oh, God, no, no, okay, God, definitely not. Sorry. I take back everything I just said because you're every bit as formidable as the record state. Yeah, only more like in a mobster kind of way and less in a blood-sucking swamp monster kind of way. Ah, uh, yeah, I used to terrorize the swamps out here. Uh, I turned a new leaf. You know, I found a new lease on life, one might say. Uh, I moved to New York a couple decades back to start a new life. Uh, you know what I mean? Honest life for an honest grunch selling honest products that's gonna change your lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I hear. Them, them the products you got there in that briefcase? Why, I'm very glad you asked. Yeah, what you got in there? Are you rolling in your grave? Has sleeping in a coffin become a real bait in the neck? Hi, I'm Gary Grunch here to introduce to you the one new Vampillo. It's gonna change your afterlife. The Vampillo uses the patented chill containment technology. Ah, so you just never have to flip your pillow again. <laughs> Rest in peace knowing you've got the Vampillo. But Gary, how can one afford such an amazing product? Well, my blood-sucking friend. Okay, well, hey, I'm not a vampire. I'm just pale as fuck because, you know, Wisconsin. I don't know what's the greater con. You trying to convince me that your pale ass ain't a vampire. Or other pillows out there trying to rob you blind. Let me tell you that similar products may drive a stake in your wallet, but not the vampillo. Because the vampillo ain't $50. It ain't $45. But just... $39.99. But wait, you ordered today. We even threw in a second van pillow absolutely free. Never miss a good day's sleep again. Order your van pillow, have your encrypted card ready, and call 1 999 7929. That's 1 999 7929 today. Wait, 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 Oh, you asked what was in my briefcase. I simply told you, my friend. Plus, ain't my interview here payment enough? I mean, you do normally pay your talent on this show, right? Right? <laughs> Next topic. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, so, the, the pillow is nice, though. I ain't gonna lie. So, uh, so, Gary, Grunch, my research indicates that you may be one of the more obscure cryptids out there, but your history is actually pretty damn deep. Oh, what, you think the good folks out here in the bayou are some kind of uh, cultureless swine? That's what you was trying to say? Uh, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, we've actually spent more time in New Orleans than uh, any one place on the trip so far. Uh, what, what, you want a medal or something? Yeah. Get out of here. Oh. So, yeah, sometimes old Grunch here is mistaken for my other dumber cousin, El Chupacabra. And I don't tell him I said that or nothing, but uh, might make the whole family reunion a little awkward here, you know? <laughs> What, is it awkward already? Yeah, for one, you're surrounded by more pet and zoo animals in New Zealand. But, you know, yeah, you gotta eat. Uh, real talk, though, uh, you may notice Gary Grunch is an articulate fellow, yeah, if I do say so myself. El Chupacabras, eh, not so much. What, are they basically just rabid beasts, then? Hey, you talk about my family like that again, I'll slip that blood right out of you faster than a kindergartner on a Capri Sun. Yikes. Oh, jeez. I was just going off of what you were telling us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you was right. I just, uh, you know, 
I can talk smack about my family. But the second someone else talks about it, claws out, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I'm defensive as Willie would when it comes to my family, so I feel ya. Only, I don't go killing folks over it. And answer your question, they ain't so mindless as animals, the chupacabra. But, you know, maybe a few screws loose if you catch my drift. Uh, lights upstairs are flickering, you know what I mean? Visit the aquarium, ain't so much fish swimming around if you, uh... Yeah, no, man, I think... I think we get the point. Uh, still, still, I, I kind of excited to interview El Chupacabra down uh, down the road sometime soon. Sounds like they know how to party, at least. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that they, they's big drinkers of blood. <laughs> so, uh, you just gonna talk about my uh, simpleton cousins, or you want to hear the true story behind yours truly, the Beast of Grunch Road? Oh shoot, sorry. Yeah, we would love to hear your rich and fascinating history. Oh, and you will. Right after this message from uh, today's here sponsor. Is your giant feet causing you Paul Bunyans? Is your heel too callous to leave cryptedly discernible footprints for humans to find? Hi, Gary Grunch here to tell you about a brand new product gonna change your life. It's called the Yeti Petty, and it'll get your feet smoother than they've ever been, let me tell you that. The Yeti Petty uses ancient Tamahogany grating technology, with its 30 still folded 1,000 times. Yeah, it's like none of them samurai swords, know what I mean? Turn your big-ass feet from abominable to indomitable with the Yeti Petty. Now other Petty products fall apart. Or they set you back a lot of dough. But don't you gotta feed all them little foots? <laughs> Tree bark? What are you, a monster? And traditional sandpaper? Forget about it. Sasquatch? Yeti? Skunk ape? Nah, it don't matter. Now for just two easy payments of $19.99, you too can put the sass back in Sasquatch with the Yeti Petty. Call now. Actual cookie card rating call 1997997. That's 1997997. Work today. Wow, God, okay, I'm sure it sounds like a great product and all, but I think mostly humans listen to our podcast. Sasquatch isn't really our demographic as far as I know. That eh, shows how little you know. They broadcast your podcast to the outworld on SQX Monster Radio every week. Sex Monster what? Ah, forget about it. New Orleans has been and forever will be one of the most important cities in the U.S., it is the port town where the Mississippi meets the Gulf. Essential for important goods and exporting goods. Equally as important, New Orleans stood as one of the greatest, most lucrative hubs for freed slaves. And it's within that community where my legend was born. Man, uh, damn, I ain't know all that. You're a Florida man. You probably don't know your own mama from a used syringe. Hey, <laughs> come on. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Back then, around the teen of the 19th century, people started noticing me. And more specifically, my uh, particular habits. You see, oral passage of my legend became more and more regular till yours truly got branded the Vampire of Farbo Marini. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, that sounds pretty snazzy, I guess. And we bumped into St. Germain the other night. Seems like New Orleans just can't get enough of vampires. Oh, shit, you met Germain? Uh huh. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah. Don't tell them I'm here. Uh, well, this is where the tale gets weird. Uh, you've heard the legend of Voodoo Queen Marie Laveau, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Ain't she that 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 the girl Disney based my Mama Odeon from a Princess and the Frog movie? Oh, yeah. Actually, I think you're right there, Florida man. 
Ah, come on, don't bring me that Disney shit. What's wrong with you? So, so you know Mama Odie, but you ever heard of the baby devil? Oh, you betcha. In fact, the devil of Algiers almost ran us down last night after trying to bum a ride with us. <laughs> and for you at home, I'm referring to our previous dashboard chat on the devil of Algiers. From what I read, the legend ends with the birth of, uh, well, a baby devil. Yeah, well, apparently you didn't read what came after. See, the story goes that Mama Odie didn't exactly take kindly to a devilish little squate she found. So, she found the baby devil, right? Castrated him down there in his you-know-what, ensured that he could no longer reproduce and bring more devils into New Orleans. Wait, stand, hold up. Wait, she cut off his balls? Man, I know he's a devil and all, but damn, that sounds harsh. It was the baby devil who had the last laugh. For uh, both his tiny little ballets, uh, they dropped to the ground, cracking open like a couple of quail eggs, releasing a Mr. Grunch out of one of them little tiny testes and a Mrs. Grunch out the other. Wowzers, God, did Mama Odie kill him on the spot? Hey, uh, look at me, Knucklehead. <laughs> Won't be standing here if she did. Nah, the Grunches jumped that old voodoo queen. She's lucky to escape with blood in her veins, I can tell you that. I had no idea you had passed ties with voodoo legends. That's pretty incredible. It's got me wondering, besides that addition, what else sets you apart from your typical ordinary chupacabra? I like how, like, in our line of work, chupacabra is considered just typical and ordinary. I mean, you know what I meant. <laughs> nah, for one, they ain't as uh, so articulate as me. There's more, eh, how do I put it, in the moment, you know? Slaughter and slobber sort of folks. Uh, secondly, it's our looks. They's a bit uh, uglier than me. Less dignified, one might say. Yeah, articulate and dignified is <laughs> definitely <laughs> how I'd describe you, Mr. Grunt. Hey, call me Gary. Okay, while we're on that, how's it about we describe the Grunch for our audience? Yeah, it's a pretty good plan. I mean, it took us long enough. <laughs> On all fours, the Grunch appears to stand about four foot even, but upright as he is right now, the Grunch is actually closer to five foot. He has the head of a goat, but a body more akin to a large wolf, only with leathery, spiny green skin. And like I said, pretty handsome. Okay. You know, yeah. Yeah, you look a whole lot different than our, uh, one of our previous guests on our ways upriver. The Hodag of Rhinelander. Oh, cripes, you're right. He looks like a stumpier, less intimidatingly framed Hodag light. <laughs> Shit, take it back, Cheesehead, take it back. God, jeez, sorry, I mean a thunderously powerful beast the likes of which this show has never before seen. Now that's more like it. Okay, yeah, I know you are obviously a force to be reckoned with, even if you have gone legit, but... I gotta ask you, why stock Grunch Road? Does it have some sort of sentimental value to you? Grunch Road? Ah, nah, I ain't the sentimental type. But a particular spot here, close to the woods, you know, it's a, it's a hot spot for ghosts. Not to mention me, more occasional uh, wild animal. All right, man, let's uh, build on that momentum. A whole lot of folks mistake common animals for the more elusive cryptids and whatnot. That I ain't so reliable as the imagination. Hey, what you getting at? I think he's getting to a little game we play here on the tailgate. A little game called, Is This You? Ugh, eh, right at this moment, I wish it weren't. <laughs> well, we're going to show you some pictures of the alleged grunch. 
And you tell us if it's you. Man, sure, sure. How, how, how can it be? Perfect. And for those of you listening at home, work, or on the go, you can find these images and more by following our Instagram at the Tailgate Podcast. So, photos of you ain't so bountiful as a uh, you know, man of big feet, but you still got a few floating around. Uh, here's a normal photo taken to Grunch Road. Yeah, yeah, typical Grunch. Uh, gravel floor, toit grass, uh, tetanus. <laughs> okay, here's, a, here's another photo. Uh, same road, only now there's what some believe to be a hunched back of a Grunch prowling the tall grass. So I gotta ask you, Gary Grunch, is this you? How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> yeah, there's something fucking around in that tall grass over there. Sure, me. Maybe. But look, brother, I got some spiny back here, see? Yeah. What that mound back there? It looks spiny to you? Nah. Oh, there you have it. Maybe. Probably not. All right, Mr. Negativity. Here's a third photo from Grunch Road with what may or may not be something edging out of the foliage in the back. Mr. Grunch. Is this you? How's the fuck am I supposed to know? What's with these fuzzy ass pictures you're showing me? Imagine, imagine your yearbook comes out and there's a wide blurry action shot of the entire fucking school at a prep rally. I point the little corner of the picture. Some little blurry ass scrap in the back row. And I ask, is this yous? Look, I only had like 50 people in my entire class, so I could probably answer that question. But, I mean, I guess I get what you're trying to say. Last but not least, we got one more little photo here for your ocular spheres. Here it is. Gary Grunch. Is this you? Is this you? The fuck was that? And what the fuck is this, a theater? What, you guys think I'm some sort of dandy prancing around a stage or something? Hey now, Mr. Crunch, don't be so insensitive. You didn't let me finish my sentence there, did you, you nincompoop? No, because I was fixing to say, I am indeed a patron of the arts. This photo here is from the children's musical, The Crunch, a children's musical. <laughs> Too bad it's based on the other green monster, and Dr. Seuss is the Grinch, and, uh, you know, not yours truly. No, well, I mean, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, only published around, I don't know, 1957. Your green, grumpy, curmudgeon ass <laughs> has been around, I don't know, long since them times. Reckon Seuss's The Grinch was inspired by uh, the New Orleans own The Grinch? In other words, is this you? You know, now that you point it out, I can certainly see the similarities. Oh, that's flattering. I'm a big fan of the Grinch. Likewise, I do hate Christmas. But nah, that ain't me. Despite exhibitions like, oh, the places you'll go, at the stripped hat gallery over in the French Quarter, eh, Susie's a Massachusetts man. He ain't never stepped foot in New Orleans, as far as I know. And the fake doctor, he probably never heard of me. Ouch. But Biography.com supports that. In fact, Dr. Seuss claims he was his own inspiration for the Grinch. In a 1957 interview with Red Book, Theodore Seuss Gizzi, a.k.a. Dr. Seuss, said, Something had gone wrong with Christmas, I realized, or more likely with me. So I wrote the story about my sour friend, the Grinch, to see if I could rediscover something about Christmas that obviously I'd lost. Man, I mean, it's hard to imagine such a whimsical son of a bitch being so sour on the holidays. You sure it were him that inspired the Grinch? I mean, Dr. Seuss himself? 
Sure as a curd is cheese, which it is. Further evidence is in the Grinch's line. Why for 53 years? Hold on. <laughs> Why for th- 53? Fuck. 53 <laughs> years I've put up with it now. Referring to himself having dealt with Christmas for 53 years. In fact, Dr. Seuss was 53 when he wrote The Grinch, further cementing him as his best, worst character. And a personal hero of mine. Green as fuck, grumpy as shit. All right. Well, well, Mr. Gary Grunch, first I would like to thank you for not puncturing a hole in my body and slurping me dry, phrasing gross. I'd also like to thank you for being our special guest today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of holes, another distinguishing feature about me from my sloppy-ass cousins and El Chupacabra, they tend to leave a mess. And I mean mess. They rip open livestock and just go to town hoping they don't get caught. A scrunch? Nah. Well, what are your feeding tactics, then? Yeah, picture you driving near Grunt Road. Eh, like you were earlier today. You see a cute little goat, but, uh uh-oh, goat's gone limp. Ugh. Not like that way, you perv. His leg! (laughs) His leg, not his dick. Begin to cement and you are. You leave the car to go help the little goat. And that's when I strike. Pouncing from the tall grass, honey, your sorry ass uh, faster than you can say, I'm walking here. Okay, and you what? You like chew my face off? Oh, God, no. Nah, I'm more fine than that. Come on. I just got a fused tooth right here in the center of the bottom here, see? I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm flicking it. You hear that? Gross. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, I use that. <laughs> Please stop. I use that puppy to plant, uh, puncture a hole in your jugular vein. Plus, when I'm done eating yous, I still got that little goat there for dessert. Yikes, man. Like, you eat people then? Nah, I used to. See, people back in my day, they was lean, fit. That was good eating. Healthy eating. Over time, though, uh, you humans really let yourselves go. Your veins started getting thick and gunked up. So I moved to New York and uh, changed my diet. So use uh so less human blood and more like New York style pizza and bagels. Eh, hey, best in the world. It's the water that makes it. You know what I mean? Well, Gary, thank you again for enlightening us on the history of New Orleans' own monster of Grunch Road. Yeah, pleasure, pleasure. Great. And for you folks at home, please feel free to shoot us an email at the tailgate podcast at gmail dot com. If you had any evidence, corrections, or stories of your own, and follow us on Instagram at the Tailgate Podcast for photos, cast info, updates, and more. Be sure to return next Tuesday for more of our weekly content. And please rate and subscribe on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It would really help us out. And but before you go. Oh god, it's another commercial, isn't it? Are you sick and tired of plopping juicy batches of red meat on the barbecue? Just to have a vampire swoop in and suck your shit dry? Have you slaved away on the grill, only to have some lycanthrope steal it while you ain't looking? Ah, Gary Grunch here with another outstanding product, the Kill Grill. Gonna change your life while ending theirs. Werewolves won't know what hit them when they try to steal from the Kill Grill. The Kill Grill's infused with silver anti-scratch technology sure to bind the mangy mitts of any werewolf uh, trying to wolf down your food. Lycanthrope? More like lycan-nope, because you're using the kill grill. Vampire? 
Time to retire with the Kill Grill. Have your cryptic card ready now. One nine 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 seven nine nine seven. One nine 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 seven nine nine seven. Or today. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. See you. See you later, tailgaters.